Reddit. This is Pod With Me. During all these episodes of the pod, we've asked listeners like you to call in and tell us about their experience accordingly to the topic that we had for that day. Well, we received so many funny calls that I was reminiscing the other day and I said it would be fun to put them all together and listen to them. Get ready, because the pod starts now. Hi, Alexis. This is uh, Mercy. I have a question that I wanted to ask you. Um, Are there any big changes in my future? And also, can you um, give me the lotto numbers for this Saturday? Thanks. Bye. Hi, Mercy. It's Alexis. Uh, It's great that you called in. Are there any big changes? Yes. The number one change is this. You're not going to win the lotto. (laughs) The second change is we can't give you the lotto numbers. And if I did know the lotto numbers, chances are I wouldn't tell anybody about them. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Let's go. Are you all ready to pod? Let's talk, talk, talk. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. I. E. R. Alex. Are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. You're listening to Pod With Me, and this is Alex J. Aguiar. We've asked viewers to call and tell us about their stories on living in a new city. We received some pretty interesting calls that day. Check this out. Ready. Hi, I'm Matt, and I just moved to Chicago. I know this is a great city and all, but I can't seem to find friends. People are rude. For example, I met this girl at the mall, and I thought she would say hi from across the store, but you know what? So I walked up to her, and I said, hi, I saw you flirting with me. (laughs) Then she spit on me right in my face. I was like, whoa. And I just walked away. I was so shocked. But in the city, oh, my God, two weeks and feeling lonely and devastated by this girl. I can't stop thinking about it. I was wondering what next, what to do. I can't believe the people are so rude, and I just don't know. Hi, I just moved to New York City, and the weirdest thing happened. We were on our way from the clubs one night, and we were all drunk, and I saw a kitten, decided to take it home, started chasing the thing, only to learn that it was a rat. My friends thought it was funny, though, because my father's nickname is Cat. So they actually thought that's why I was chasing the rat. Welcome back to the pod. I don't know what to say about those two callers. Um, Those are definitely weird stories. I don't know what type of listeners I have out there, but they certainly are entertaining (laughs) to listen to. Yo, the name is Tony, and I'm from Miami, and before I dive into the story, I want to thank you for having me on your podcast. I've been loving it so much, dude. Keep up the good work. And now let's get right into it. So this is around the first month when I moved into Miami, and um, I was walking down the street one day in the little Havana nearby my home, and there was this, like, short Hispanic guy. He seemed around his, like, mid-30s, and he walked up to me with a big black box and he's like hey hey oh man do get a película which means do you want movies anyways he sold me he said he had a copy of Thor Ragnarok 
which um before it, this was before it was out on DVD or Blu-ray. Like, you know, sure, whatever. It might be illegal or anything, or, or you know, it's illegal and stuff. But like, it's a free movie. Well, it's not a free movie, but you know, not as much as movie theater. So I got back home. <clears throat> yeah, I got home and I recently bought this TV that has like um surround sound in it. Expect and I was just ready to watch that. And then out of nowhere, uh, the surround sound system seemed like it was at max. Um, I don't know how to put this, but like, it's something that would be rated X, you know? So when that happened, I I immediately panicked and like, just unplugged the TV from the um, outlet. But cops showed up like, oh no, 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 it was just my surround sound system. Cops go out, they apologize, I'm like, this is what I get for buying a $10 illegal movie. Well, in my head, or else I'd been arrested. So, my girl is a linguist and got invited to spend a year in Stockholm, Sweden. So, with my business being remote, I moved too. And here's that story. So, the first thing was that we had a layover in Amsterdam. And the immigration officers there just thought it would be so funny when I asked what language they spoke. And they started talking to me in their language, making jokes and stuff. And I was like, confused, but okay, you know, have your fun, guys. Uh, so we go from there, then we land in Sweden. We take a train to the central station. We get our things and we get on the train. At our stop, as we're getting off the train, my girl falls between the platform and the train. And it made for a very scary situation, but the people there actually helped us out. So fast forward a couple of days now, and we're at the university there. And while she's in class, I'm just working at the university coffee shop. So I'm at the cafe and I meet a professor there that is theater. And I started talking to him and, and I started asking him about uh, skits, you know, little little short little plays with, with skits. And I, I want to do a, a big skit. And everybody starts laughing and one, one girl like ran out. And, and what happened was skit actually means in Sweden. So they're probably thinking that I had to take a big old or something and I had to, you know, maybe maybe I was constipated or something, but they they all were laughing and and it was it was pretty intense. Um, so yeah I was embarrassed. Uh, my my girl had just been was there and, and I think she was embarrassed too. But but yeah, that was that was an interesting, uh, embarrassing thing that happened as well. <laughs> Ready. We're gonna listen to a couple calls from the bartenders that have called in with some crazy moments they've had while they were bartending. Hey, this is Tony from New York. So get this true story. I was bartending at this club down here, you know, in Soho, and. This guy walks up so full of himself and says, I want something strong, cheap, and tastes good. Strong, cheap, and tastes good. I rolled my eyes and I laughed. We continued back and forth until he eventually told me his drink of choice. While I was making his drink, some guy walked up to talk to him and started chatting with him. As I reached him to give him his drink of choice, I finally said to him, I see you got what you wanted. I winked at him and walked away, laughing under my breath. 
But hey, I got a great tip from Matt. Hi, uh, my name is Omar. Um, I'm a local bartender here in Orlando. I work in here around 15 years as a bartender. One day at the bar, I was working, and I saw this little kid coming up to the bar wearing um mustache, fake mustache, and growing on shoes. I tried to not laugh, but I can contain my laughing. And he went to the bar and asked for the beer. And I just see the ID saying like, hey buddy, sorry, but you're on the age and please leave the bar before I call the cop. And I just literally turn around to take care of another customer. And I grow, I take on a beer to give the customer. I open it, put it at the bar, and this little kid grabbed the beer. And you know what? He grabbed the beer and then he ran away from the bar. And I say, damn, what's going on? And he took the beer from the bar. What can I do? I said, what the hell? He did. Hey, Alex. Uh, this is Jay calling from Nashville, Tennessee. I uh, work as a bartender at a well-known street club over here. And um craziest thing I've seen about two months ago, one of the girls... Um, going to be a little bit gross, but um, literally, she shit herself while she was on stage, and she made a huge mess for everybody else, uh, I guess she was sick or something, and, but there was like shit everywhere, they had to shut the place down for about an hour, uh, so they could clean the mess. My name is Amy, and I'm a bartender for a little over 20 years now, and uh, back around 15 years ago, I was bartending at a little tiki bar in Panama City Beach, and this guy was bitten by a shark, and he came into the bar with his shark bite. Part of his leg was bitten off. That's probably say that's going to be the craziest thing that I've, I've seen yet bartending. We asked you to call in and leave us a message with your 2018 story. I don't know if this is my most memorable story of 2018, but it's certainly one that I won't forget for a long time. And now it's a little embarrassing, so I'll keep myself anonymous. But basically, I went with my friends with um, with a bunch of my friends to Space uh, Nightclub in downtown Miami. And we were having a great time. And, um, you know, several hours into the night, I decided to sit down and take a break. And I'm on my phone and minding my own business when this big, you know, muscly, very heterosexual-looking man um, starts walking in my direction, pulling a girl with him. And they plop, or say he plops himself right next to me. And um, starts having this discussion with this girl. The girl eventually pulls away and leaves. The man, distressed, 
turns to me and starts complaining about this woman, how he had offered this woman a cigarette and, um, and she wouldn't like, she didn't want to talk to him. And I'm like thinking to myself, what, you know, what is this guy doing? But he was hot. And so I continued listening to what he was saying. And then he all of a sudden changes the conversation and starts telling me how he had gotten to space with this couple friend of his, a, a man and a woman, and how they um, were going to leave together and massage each other and touch each other and fool around. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is getting interesting. And then he asked me, um, do you like doing that? And I paused and I looked at him and I said, sure. This man was a total gay fantasy. He was tall, he was muscular, he was uber-masculine. And so I was very excited by this somewhat odd proposal and feeling adventurous. I said, sure, why not? Let's go. So I was feeling a little bit nervous. We, he calls an Uber, we get in an Uber. And um, first, I should tell you that he doesn't live anywhere nearby. He lives far. So I was like, oh, Lord. So off we go on this trip on the, an Uber to his place. And um, while we were in the taxi, he leans back and, like, spreads his legs and, like, grabs my hand and puts it towards his crotch. And I was, again, very excited by this rather forward action by this man. And he kept, like, talking to me and um, telling me, like, all these wonderful things. So I was, like, building this amazing story in my head and, and wondering what the heck was going to happen when we get to his place. So finally we get into his place, and immediately we walk in, and he immediately he starts taking off his clothes. So I follow suit and start taking off my clothes, and then he grabs my hand and takes me to the bedroom. And in the bedroom, he, like, just sort of pulls me towards, it, towards me and pulls my head towards his chest and then tells me that he wants me to, like, rub his chest. So I was like, okay. So I start rubbing his chest, rubbing his chest. And then, like, I start, you know, going down his stomach. And then I hear him snoring. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I was like, this is what so many women must experience all the time with their, like, drunk boyfriends. So uh, I just kind of slinked away, got dressed, and left um kind of amused by what had happened and feeling so optimistic that things would turn out in a way that did not end up turning out. Um, and so even though it was a weird story and it did not turn out at all the way I wished it had turned out, it was nonetheless a very memorable one. So here's to a more interesting and equally fun 2019. Bye all. <laughs> My question is, what did he do when he woke up and didn't see him there? So my story for 2018 is a guy that I met on Growler that I wound up hooking up with at a bookstore in South Beach. We liked each other, and we started seeing each other while I was visiting Miami. I live in New York. It turned out he was from Barcelona, and um, we started this long-distance thing. And I thought it was nice, and I thought it was working well. And then eventually I found out that he had another guy in Barcelona, and then he had met another guy in Madrid and had been lying all along. Um, and I fell for it. And the funny and interesting part about it is that he is friends with another couple from Key West um, who knew part of the story but not all of it. 
What's the moral to all of this story? Don't date somebody you f***ed in a bookstore. Have a wonderful 2019. <laughs> well, that's what you get for uh, hooking up at a bookstore. Ready. I hope you have enjoyed listening to all the calls together. Uh, for those of you that called in and are listening to yourself again, thank you. Thank you for those phone calls. I don't know if your stories were true, if you made them up, uh, because they're so over the top. But thank you for making the pod a lot more interesting. For more on Pod With Me, please download the Apple Podcast app. Don't forget to hit subscribe after you find us. And if you scroll down, you can hit those five stars. You can also find us on alexjaguiar.com. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And remember, don't fall off the pod.